It's Friday, yeah. It's Friday, Saturday, what? It's Friday, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's start the show. episode was so fun to record. My sister is hilarious. Such a big personality. It was really good to just sit down with her and talk about the upcoming play she'll be a part of and what she's been doing to prepare for that. So we hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did recording it. It was really fun. But before I begin, special shout out to my VIP patron Gina on Patreon. And you know, for those who are not familiar with this, For as low as $5 a month, you can support artists such as myself through Patreon. So please head over to narrativesfromtheblackdiaspora.com slash donate to help support this show. Now, without much further ado, let's begin. Hey, you guys, my name is Martha Abraham Hardy. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm Haitian American. And yeah. Yay. I forgot. It's still tripping up that you're no longer Abraham. It's okay. You're, you're, I love my brother in law. I love my brother in law. <laughs> I know. I know. When did you? first begin your pursuit of acting stage or film well see here's the thing right I feel like I've always been on this like pursuit since I was a kid honestly like I always did plays and musicals and like you know things like that so I feel like it's something that I've always done so you know around that time when we were in Atlanta was really what kicked it off but I would say like, so yeah, I would say, you know, this past year, I've been doing it all my life, but this past year, I just been wanting to do it. You know, I, I, I really love film and I love, you know, different movies and I feel like they're very impactful and, ha- and play a, a big role. And so I would love to just be a part of that. I love Tyler Perry. I love this story. And so, yeah. You wouldn't say it's a specific age, right? But more like a time period in your life where like, I really enjoy being on the stage in front of cameras, you know, creating, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. So, you know, the today's episode is who is Asada Shakur? And so before we talk about who she is, I'm very curious, why did you choose to audition for this role in particular? And what have you been doing in preparation for this character portrayal on stage? The reason why I auditioned for this role or how it was brought to me was basically, I really feel like it was spiritual. I wasn't looking for it. It came to me from a friend. Her name is Fazea. She was uh, here in Minnesota, but she recently just moved to Ghana, Ghana, Africa. And so she messaged me and she's like, hey, you know, my friend got this play going on you know i really think you can play this role because you give me a solid vibe so i was just like oh okay well you know uh send me the uh, stuff you know and let me check it out so i went on the instagram and i was checking it out and 
you know, I was reading about her and her story, and I'm like, what? You know, yes, I will uh, go and audition for this, because it's like, why not? This is, I am her, and she's me. And so I'm like, yes, I would love to play uh, a side. Now I'm here, and I'm rehearsing, and it's crazy, and it's just like, wow, you know, but I feel like it was very spiritual, because weeks prior to this, I was studying Buddhism. You know, I was studying you know, um, Haitians, you know, in our, in our culture, you know, because me being Haitian American and my parents, you know, believing in Christianity, I never was really given the chance to tap into, you know, my Africanism and like my, like everything. So, you know, just weeks prior to this, and this is why I feel like it was spiritual and it was something brought to me by my ancestors literally was because I've been studying you know, different uh, rituals and voodoo and, you know, the different sisters, the different goddesses, the different gods. Because I, I again, I, I wasn't looking for this. This came to me. But everything about Asana, you know, and, you know, just everything, it just screams Caribbean. It just screams spirituality. It just screams my story, you know, it just screams a similar thing, you know, of like who I am and like so many similarities. I just feel like the gods just brought this to me as a reminder of who we are, who I am, my duty, you know, how I should be in just the world, you know, because she was a rebel as well. I've protested. There's a lot of things that, you know, I've done in my life where I felt like I was a rebel too. And, you know, her just escaping and leaving America, it's just something just so, the, the willpower and the faith, you know, is something that I feel like resonates with me because I feel like I have that too. So I've just been studying her a lot, watching her documentary that she released on uh, YouTube three years ago, um, reading, you know, different websites, going through different websites, going through different articles about her and really just studying her and who she is. And it just makes me smile. great segue into who is Asada Shakur and for those of you who think she's Tupac's mother she is not (laughs) she is not so go for it if you go for it explain Martha so Asada Shakur is from um, Jamaica Queens New York she was a part of a party of which was more physical so to speak as far as standing up for what we believe in as far as black rights, as far as, you know, just the revolution and like just fighting for our rights, you know, fighting for our rights, fighting for what's right, but taking it a different way. You know, I, I would say instead of a Martin Luther King way, she was on like some more Malcolm X. She was accused of murder. She was accused of murdering someone. And there's a lot of layers that go into this because like, you really don't know exactly exactly what happened, but the charges were dropped. And so in total, she had did six years. She did six years in prison. She did six years in prison and she was in a male's, like she was in a male's prison. She was the only female in this male's prison. Basically, her grandma called her one day, you know, while she's in prison. And she told her like she had a dream that she was putting new clothes on her. And, you know, she was just like, 
I don't really know what that means, but she was like, somebody was putting new clothes on you and you're going to get out soon, you know? And so she's in prison. She's been in prison. She's been beaten. She's been abused, you know, falsely accused. And, you know, and as well as just her political view, view, you know, is literally the reason why, you know, she's a 135 pound woman, just her beliefs and just her Africanism and who she is, is why they initially arrested her. So later on, she ended up getting pregnant. She ended up getting pregnant while she was in uh, prison. And, you know, when I was watching her talk and speak about it, it was just like, she just is so human. Even though she felt like, okay, you know, they're treating us like slaves, they're treating us bad in here, like, let's be human. You know, like, let's still, you know, that's why I messed with Chicago, Asada, because she can go get it in. I said, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> so, okay, so she was, you know, do it for the black people, okay? Do it for the black people. So, you know, she was pregnant and, you know, and basically, you know, what happened is that her ancestors got her out of that jam, got her out of that jam, and you know, she ended up escaping. She went to Cuba. And so one of the, if you watch the uh, documentary on YouTube that they made, she's actually talking from Cuba, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, this, I love it over here, you know, and she's like just talking about Cuba and how beautiful it is and how, like, how a, a lot of Black people are out there and, like, they're really Black and, like, just, like, all that stuff. So, you know, but she was able to get away. She was able to get away through her ancestors. And that to me is like so beautiful because it's so real. You know, you only have to be and have our melanin and have our culture to really understand that because it's a, it's a very spiritual thing. She's just a powerful, beautiful woman. You know, growing up, she kind of hopped around, you know, between her auntie, her grandma. You know, she ran away a lot. She didn't have, you know, really good upbringing. But she always wanted more, you know, out of life. She didn't like how black people were being treated. You know, she didn't like how black people, you know, were being suppressed, just the different laws and things like that. She joined, you know, a political party. And it's just so crazy because like when you think about the history, right, of black people and like just slavery and like what we've gone through, you know, Asada was the type of person where, you know, she's moving in a way where I want to make my ancestors proud. And so Asada, she was moving in that. And I feel like that's why she was able to get away, you know, because if, if when you move in that and you move in who you are, I feel like the waters just flow. But I feel like we live in a world where it's a lot of just, you know, we don't, we, we forget, you know, we forget. And so when she was in prison, she said she remembered her, her parents, parents, parents being slaves and then still reproducing and still having kids. So she's like, you know, let's just live. And, you know, it's just, she, she just, she's an amazing woman. And, you know, she's still on the FBI wanted list. You know, they still looking for her. They're not going to get her, you know. And so it's just beautiful. And I think it's good. I'm, I'm really glad that I'm doing this play because people need to see this. You know, people need to see, people of color need to see people that actually didn't die. You know, because it's always somebody getting shot. Oh, somebody... You know, it's like, wow, this is the one that got away, like really got away. Yeah. <laughs> the party that she was a part of, the Black Liberation Army, they were 
it was, it was like, it was as if they were on the different sides of the spectrum of, yeah. you know, the liberation of our people, black people in general. Yeah. And so yeah. some would even say they were extremists in their views, which I don't yeah. agree with, but I also think it's fascinating that she has not been here since 1984. That woman has been gone since 1984. She will yeah. come back. She is at least 73, 74 years old now, if I'm doing my math correctly in my head. Yeah. She will, they will never get her. And I think mm -hmm. that is a very important and like you said, thing to see because even from the Ferguson protests, so many of those people have died. So many of them have been injured mysteriously. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. to see people thriving, to see an activist thriving in a country that still has tensions with the United States, it's very interesting to see. And yeah. if, you, if you all, you know, listeners at home, if you're interested in learning more about Asada Shakur, please check out that documentary she did. She has been living in Cuba for at least 30 years. So there is a lot of importance in that and power in that. And yeah, I, I think it was really important. If you just go, I watched a little bit of it. If you just go on YouTube and just put Asada Shakur documentary, she comes up like right away. What is the name of this play? Where can listeners support your work? Do you have dates for the performance? Instagram, okay, so TikToks, all that. <laughs> bring us out of it will be uh, through September 9th through uh, September 17th. There's six different performances located at the Open Eye Theater. Sterling Miller is the, uh, he's the one that made the play and he's the one that gave me the role. And then do you have anywhere people can find you on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok? You can find me on TikTok, Martha's Story 22. Uh, you may all lowercase you may dot com for Instagram. You can find me on uh, Martha Abraham Hardy on Facebook. Well, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for doing this episode. I love these kind of episodes because you just get really good information packed in to like a short. Yeah! We'll have to do a. I'm I'm I made up something in my notes yesterday but it's going to be like pass the mic series. So I would love to pass the mic to you or to Natalie or someone else and have them interview another. <laughs> but yeah! That'd be fun, you know? So yeah! listeners, keep your eye out for that. You heard it here first. And before I go, make sure you support artists on, on Instagram, on Facebook, and of course, Patreon. For as low as $5 a month, you can support artists like myself, like my sister, whoever through Patreon. So make sure you do that as well. Thank you, Martha. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of all the things you're doing. I can't I'm wait. You to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you come in. You better be there too. Yeah, of course. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, I will be there. <laughs> I love you so much. You are so dope, so amazing. And I look up to you. All the girls do. So 
So, you know, you really set an example and you set the tone, baby. Okay. So we just trying to follow in our older sister's lead. Here. Yes, Godspeed.